0: be the weird you want to see in the world. I'll see you next time on the power of weird when um you stated about the shame and guilt, sometimes family is is the biggest one that that implement that into our lives and cause us to you know be discouraged about what we're doing.
1: Yes, that's right, and you know. As a matter of fact, that's where we get most of it from because a lot of it is subconscious that we deal with and we don't recognize the trigger points that have been put on us like we were talking about earlier with looking at ourselves and growing by understanding who we are, where we came from. That's the vital part to all that. To overcome, you must educate. Educate not only yourself, but educate anyone seeking to learn. We are all dead America. We can all learn something. To learn, we must challenge what we already understand. The way we do that is through conversation. Sometimes we have conversations with others. However, some of the best conversations happen with ourselves. Reach out and challenge yourself. Let's dive in and learn something right now. Today, I am really super excited to have our guest, Sadie Evans. Sadie is an author, a speaker, and a self-development coach. Let's not waste any time and get into this awesome discussion here. Sadie, could you please introduce yourself and let people know just a little bit about you, please?
0: Hello, yes. Thanks for having me, by the way. My name is Sadie Evans. I'm an author, a speaker, and a self-development coach, as you stated. I am a transplant in Atlanta, Georgia, from Omaha, Nebraska. I am really excited about writing and helping people transform their pain into purpose and help people realize that the things that they went through was just went through was just a process to get them to their purpose.
1: Well, it's pretty awesome when people do that Sadie and I went to your website you've got a beautiful layout on your website, and the thing that caught my eye the most is. On your website at the bottom, it has jeremiah twenty nine eleven Yes, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, you know, Sadie, I have a coin in my wallet with that saying on it, and on the other side of that coin, there's another Jeremiah saying. And that is Jeremiah one five. Before I formed you in the womb, yes, knew you before you. Do you know the verse?
0: Yes, yes. Before, yes.
1: Before you were born, I set you apart. Uh-huh. And that's what I see in you, Sadie. It it just emits from you your your energy and your soulful meaning of purpose. It's just something that is there. You can tell you have it. Let's talk about who Sadie is. Where did Sadie come from and what made Sadie get into helping other people?
0: Well, I was born um in Omaha, Nebraska. I was born while my mother was incarcerated in York, Nebraska. So my grandmother raised me and my other siblings. Um, which is six of them and seven of us all together. So she raised us. She did the very best that she could. There was a lot of verbal abuse that took place in the home. Sometimes when people don't know better, they cannot do better. Um, I consider that a generational curse. So as I grew older, I just knew I wanted to break free from that. But when you condition to dysfunction, you kind of seek out that until you take the time to heal. Well, I had never took the time to heal. So it caused me to go through domestic violence relationships and a lot of hurtful things that I could have avoided if I would have healed, but I didn't. So when I finally came into who I am today and I finally went through the healing process and the journey of healing, I decided that I would do whatever I could do to help other individuals not have to go through that journey. So what I would do is help them learn to love themselves. Help them learn to see who they are who who they are through the creator, through who created them, because that's the only way we can know who we are and what our purpose is, is to get a relationship, build a bond with the creator who created you to meet God, you know? So that's what I strive to do and that's how I got here I where I am today. It's because I knew I wanted to help other individuals skip some of that painful, some of the process, painful, painful process that some people have to go through to get to their purpose and only being able to tell my story and being transparent and being vulnerable would I be able to do that. And I also believe that things that we survive and things that God allow us to get through, it was not about us. It wasn't about us even though we have to go through it. It's about surviving it and helping pull somebody else up out of it.
1: Boy, I'm right there with you. You know, that's that's my purpose and my passion is finding out ways to help people. And it was really, really hard to heal from that past trauma that we all kind of experience in our life in some form, uh, some worse than others. But, you know... Getting over it is really looking inside ourselves, yeah that, that sometimes is really touchy and temperamental how How was that process for you?
0: It was very, very painful. um I actually started to have panic attacks and anxiety and things that affected me mentally because when you release something and you're ready to be free from something. It sometimes is painful, especially when that is conditioning you. That's all you know. So that's how I came up with my devotional in my, my journal. And it's a 60-day, I call it spiritual surgery, just because it was like surgery and having to go through the process of surgery, the pre-op, everything, the painful healing process, everything. It's It's like you put a mirror in your face and you can no longer be the victim. You got to look at you for who you are and you got to dig deep within yourself and you got to be ready because if you're not ready, you'll find yourself running in circles, running in circles. You got to be ready to confront your nasty ways, things about you that you didn't think that you, how you didn't even know that you <laughs> had that inside of you because sometimes it's comfortable playing the victim and why me and why sometimes it's comfortable. Yeah. But when you've got that mirror in your face and you have going through that process and you're just tired of being tired of running and living your life in a circle, you'll do that work that's required to heal.
1: And that is some tough work to do, like you just yes. stated. Uh, and I love the mirror aspect of that, looking at yourself and really identifying that core issue you have, because it's easy to find and point the blame to others to get out of it to avoid it but when you're stuck with yourself and there's nowhere to point that's a heavy burden to have sometimes and getting over that process was very tough for me because i i myself came from some pretty bad things and i am so proud of what i've came from because it helped me develop who i am and That gives me the courage enough to stand up and try to develop myself even more to touch others. It's one of those things, that self-development within us. You have a podcast. What type of audience do you want to create with your podcast, Sadie?
0: I want individuals that's really searching to know who they are and searching to build a better relationship, a better prayer life, um, all of that, just individuals that's really searching to figure out who they are, that's really trying to dig deep with themselves to heal. That's why I call it Soul Food with Sadie, because I believe in feeding the soul so that you can grow spiritually, because I believe when you grow spiritually, everything else will fall in line. That is the audience I'm trying to track to myself, individuals that really want
1: to do that soul work. Yeah. So I'm a podcaster and I interview quite a few people and I know the struggle and the hurt sometimes involved with these creative ideas that we have and we want to share with others. What's the toughest part of your journey so far in podcasting?
0: Honestly, my toughest part is staying consistent. Um, I struggle ah. there, really stand consistent. I feel like if I was to stay consistent, I would get that audience. But it's just that consistency part is really a struggle for me.
1: Yeah. We, that's one of the things I found it was hard because of a lot of mental blocks that I had and, yes. you know, worrying about numbers and things like that. But, you know, as long as you, get there, and you show up, you build it, they'll come. It takes a lot of time for those people to start getting involved, but it's so important with what you do. I want to encourage you to keep going, and if you have any issues or problems or questions about podcasting, I'm always open to help people grow in their podcasting journey, especially people like you, Sadie, because it's so important to – Reach out to people, and I understand how hard it is to reach out when you're self-driven. And, yes. And you seem like you're a self-driven lady, and you have a very good attitude about life, even after going through all of this turmoil.
0: Yes, if, I'm pretty optimistic. Is that hard for you to
1: energetic like that at all times, or is is it just something that comes natural?
0: It's, it's really a struggle um, to really show up and authentically be me and not, you know, be too vulnerable or too transparent, because sometimes a lot of individuals, you overshare and they begin to judge you. So I'm not going to say, like, every day is cheery, cheery for me, because if it was, I would be more consistent with my podcast. Some days I feel like I gave the world everything I have or I gave people everything I have. And I have to reboot, you know, reboot myself and build myself back up. Because as you stated, when you're self-driven, you don't have – people in your corner that's rooting you on. You don't have that. So you got to root yourself on and you got to make sure that you authentically being you. I'm very optimistic. I'm very a cheerful person, but that does not mean I don't have bad days. That does not mean that I don't cry in the shower sometimes, you know, but I guess this is the cross that I have to bear. This is my calling and whatever you call to do is you're going to be pressed in that area. And the calling is it might look good on the outside, but it ain't going to come easy. And you know that, right?
1: Yes, I do. It's it's not a happy journey all the time. And the devotion you have, it really has to be a passion. And yeah. you got to remember what you're trying to drive and keep that focus on that passion. And that's what keeps me podcasting. When I first started, I was an angry person and You know, I didn't know how to communicate well, and I did not know how to not offend people. And, you know, it it was a journey. And it took me a long time. It's not an easy process. And a lot of people get stuck in these, and they give up. We, we, We need to encourage each other more and more to stand up and say it like you see it, because that's, that's really what we mean, and, you know, I had Lois Hollis on an interview the other day, and she was talking about that shame, guilt that we all feel from society, and it holds yeah. back, and a lot of us want to say a lot more than we can, or we're willing to, and finding the confidence to Step up and know how to say what you need to say. That's the real trick when it comes to podcasting and reaching out to individuals. And I'm just now starting to really figure that out. Yeah. So, supporting others is very important. What what type of support do you have for your podcast and your uh, multimedia setup?
0: I don't have anything. I literally finance everything myself. Um, it. I am truly a one-man army, and I think that's why a lot of my burnout come because I don't see fruitation, physical fruitation, although spiritually I see it, but I don't see the physical part of it right now, so it discourages me sometimes. So I am truly a one-man army. I share my own stuff. I talk about my own stuff, I don't have that support, not even from family. And sometimes when um, you stated about the shame and guilt, sometimes family is is the biggest one that that implements that into our lives and causes us to, you know, be discouraged about what we're doing.
1: Yes, that's right. And, you know, as a matter of fact, that's where we get most of it from because, A lot of it is subconscious that we deal with and we don't recognize the trigger points that have been put on us. Like we were talking about earlier with looking at ourselves and growing by understanding who we are, where we came from. That's the vital part to all that. What visions do you have for your programs? I see that you have quite a few services and You just did a program, what was it called here, Not Your Ordinary Conference.
0: Can you talk
1: about that?
0: So with that conference, um, basically I was, uh, when I first moved to Atlanta, I was going to all these conferences, and I never felt like a breakthrough. I never felt replenished. I always felt like just a consumer, somebody that was sold to So on my way home, I had this epiphany. I have those a lot. And it was just the name and everything. And it was like breaking the yoke off of people that was really going through things. And I had this vision that I was on this tour bus, going into these small communities, speaking at these events. And people truly, truly getting their healing. People creating strategies to begin their healing and all of that. So that's how Not Your Ordinary Conference came about. Um, I have another event, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It is Mental Health as Wealth, Unmasking Mental Health. I want to speak about mental health and how um, we sweep it under the rug, especially in the community that I'm in. And then I have a 40-day prayer challenge, prayer inspiration challenge that starts on July the 19th, and I'm creating now the workbook to go with that. How I plan on... um, Expanding it is just by like doing what I do, financing it, talking about it on Instagram. Even if I get one person to show up, that's enough for me.
1: Amen. That's right. So you have a nonprofit?
0: Yes. It's not registered with the federal government yet. I'm still working on that. And I was going to um, launch it last year. Everything but COVID came. And it delayed everything that I had set up, but it's called Process to Purpose Ministries. But it is registered with the state as a nonprofit, just waiting on my 501c3.
1: Awesome. Congratulations. That's always a good thing when I hear about passionate people starting a 501c3 and a nonprofit. Because people, this is the type of people you need out front leading these type of organizations the smaller people really care so when you open up your purse and your wallet really remember people like Sadie because they're struggling to really make a difference when these other large entities are really becoming wasteful and unthoughtful towards individuals and I'm not going to name them We all know many of them, I'm sure. Yes. I I just encourage other people like Sadie to get involved and act. You know, it's hard. But figuring it all out, it takes time and it takes energy. And most of all, it takes money. I know how difficult it is when you're financing everything yourself and trying to make a point. Do you see any type of pivot for this for you?
0: Eventually I do. Um, if I keep at it, my issue again is that consistency part of it, just doing it by myself, um, wears me down, but I feel like eventually there will be pivot when it comes to it.
1: Yes. I I have a feeling you're a powerful lady and you have a lot to do. Um, Do you have any call to actions for our listeners?
0: Yes, I believe that every listener should never, ever, and if you are, stop seeking outside of yourself for validation. Because once you seek outside yourself for validation, you are no longer living for you. You are now living on the terms of others. And when you live on the terms of others, it delays you from getting to your purpose when you're supposed to get there.
1: That was powerful. Yes. Thank you very much, Sadie, for being with us. How can people find you?
0: I'm on Instagram at Sadie May Evans underscore coaching. My podcast, Soul Food with Sadie, is available on every platform and Facebook and Twitter at Sadie May Evans underscore coaching.
1: You're a great lady, a lot of power, and I do thank you for sharing your story here on the Dead America podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you for joining us today. If you found this podcast enlightening, entertaining, educational in any way, please share, like, subscribe, and join us right back here next week for another great episode of Dead America Podcast. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Enjoy your afternoon, wherever you may be.